0: Hi, this is Michael Lowe, and you're listening to... May I ask you a question? My next guest is Tim Burns, church planter in Nagoya, Japan, with his wife Chie and their three kids, who are stateside on furlough. Tim was also my very first guest back in October 2019, and I wanted to have him back to hear how ministry has been the last two and a half years, how COVID was in Japan, and how the missions landscape is in Japan at the moment. In this first episode of three, Tim and I talk about what has happened since October 2019, also, we actually recorded a couple months ago in April. Sorry for the delay, but life got a little busy. Oops. Anyways, onto the episode. Thanks for listening Tim Burns, welcome back. Welcome to America. Thank you. It's nice to be here. <laughs> okay, so jumping right in. Uh-huh, the last time we talked, last time we recorded uh, was october twenty nineteen, and you were telling me about how. Uh, come Christmas of 2019, you guys were going to uh, plant a church, yep. and you had all these plans in place. You also happened to tell us how the Japanese celebrate Christmas uh, reserving a bucket of KFC. Correct. And that KFC's uh, so much better in Japan. Delicious. Um, yes. so, so, but in, And then here we are in uh, April of 2022. And so we obviously had the pandemic in between, but kind of catch us up on um, everything that happened with church and then... uh Even the pandemic in Japan
1: uh, from there. Okay. Yeah, we... uh, Well, our plans changed. Um, So I was back here in October of 2019 for my brother's wedding, which I was... uh, What do you say? Officiating. Officiating. Yeah. And uh, I left my family uh, back in Japan. And while I was here the uh, our our church planting partner, a Japanese pastor we were working with, um, <clears throat> decided to uh, very uh, abruptly, abruptly and unfairly <clears throat> confront my wife about about things um, that that she had a no control over and B, Uh, If he really had an issue with these things, he should have been talking to me, not my wife, while I was out of the country. Hmm. And it it got really heated, um, that confrontation. My wife called me up that night. It's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what to do. So I went back. Do you think he uh, waited on purpose to you were out of town? It's very possible. Um, he's, He's a very insecure guy. Okay. And I'm not trying to speak ill of him yep. at all um, i I got back um talked to him about what happened, and he kind of exploded on me hmm. um, <clears throat> like angrily yeah, very angrily okay. um, i I really thought he was going to punch me, and then uh he didn't but um That started a a course of discussions with a few other missionaries who were outside of the team, someone who could be kind of neutral, to talk about what was going on and how we could move forward. And the final of those meetings ended up in just explosive anger. A hole was punched in a wall. By him. By him. Okay. um, Screaming and crying, and uh, it was really ugly. Really bad. And w- Ket, did that blindside <clears throat> you guys?
0: Like um, there was no indication that he would have done this otherwise. We had
1: seen some foreshadowing in other instances uh, of anger issues and insecurities, mm-hmm. but they had always been resolved well and with repentance. What looked like true repentance, and uh, this was just just over the top. It, it was crazy. Hmm. Um, what was happening was he, uh, graduated seminary, uh, with a few other guys who were in very successful churches, church plants. And all those guys were working with missionaries and he was in a very small church, maybe 10 people in Tokyo, Mm -hmm. mostly old ladies. And he was, he was envious of his classmates, um, is this by his own admission? success. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. And so he went uh, to a missionary that he knew in Tokyo um, and said, hey, I want to work with missionaries. That man suggested us, and that's how we were paired together. Gotcha. Um, those other... His classmates in, in the um, more um, vibrant church plants, they that success came out of true collaboration, mm. right? Missionaries don't know everything about church planning in Japan, mm-hmm. um, but we can provide valuable input. We can just be there to do the work. Yeah, um, That's not what he wanted. Mm. He wanted <clears throat> a crew of people to just do whatever he said. Oh. And so we'd be in team meetings, and if he had an idea that I thought could be improved, I'd say, hey, what if we did it this way? Or if I had my own idea, hey, what if we did something like this? Um, that was just growing resentment in him. Hmm.
0: But he didn't feel the liberty <clears throat> to voice it at the time. No.
1: And that's typical in, in a very non-confrontational culture. Yeah. Um, so he would just be quiet and become more angry. Yeah. And that exploded. Um hmm. So after that, that final crazy confrontation, we, we told him, look, I don't think we can work together for the time being. Um, and that team was dissolved. Since then, he's, he's been in counseling, he and his wife, um, they're under the shepherding of some very good pastors. How old's he? He's mid forties. Okay. Maybe late mid forties. Okay. Um. And uh, they are—they're trying. They're in the process of restoring him into ministry, Mm -hmm. Um, and I want him to be restored. And we've since reconciled. We've had long talks, um, and and things are better between us now. Yeah. Especially now that we're not working together. (laughs) Um. So that got scrubbed. Yeah. That was really really hard because we. We'd been doing really um, great outreaches into the community. We had a lot of friends. That are, we had a kind of a final goodbye potluck uh, after the team dissolved, and, and like 70 people showed up. Um, wow. Which is huge. And, and, and 70 people out of... Just, like, just like from the community. That, that, that was
0: going to be the core team to plant the church?
1: Um, that was people we were doing outreach to. most of them were not believers, oh, maybe only two or three of them were believers okay <clears throat> um, but we had been working with these people, loving these people, serving these people for a year and a half and 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 the severing of those relationships was really hard, mm-hmm. and they're not completely severed we still sure. you know we still get together, we still talk with a lot of them um but uh, since that after our team dissolved, um, we weren't sure what we were gonna do.
0: Yeah. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> so that happened in October of twenty nineteen. Yeah. And then uh, so the the kind did, of the conversations of I guess unearthing everything else that was kind of bubbling up for him. Yeah. Was that just in in November?
1: Um, all the way through
0: January twenty twenty. Okay. <clears throat> um so the church never actually launched.
1: No, it didn't. Okay. Actually we had our, our last potluck on the day we were hoping to launch. Gotcha. So which is right around Christmas. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um Yeah, that was really sad. But uh right after that happened, we had no idea where we were gonna end up. We yep. were we were back at the the church we had been serving at before where I was a college pastor, but we weren't Doing much, yeah, mainly just attending, and we we're looking for new opportunities to serve uh, our city of Nagoya, and um, we heard about this team forming in Nagoya um, team uh, leaders were are named sorry Hide kawaii and Toshi Saito. I knew Hide, he was a graduate of the seminary in our town mm-hmm. um. And our our girls went to the same preschool as his kids. Okay. Um, so we'd see each other every morning and hang out, sometimes go have a cup of coffee. And I didn't know Toshi. Um, Toshi, Toshi left Japan as a young teenager, moved to L.A. Uh, God saved him there. Huh. And he ended up going to Biola and Talbot. What was he doing in L.A.? <clears throat> Just... Living life, yeah.
0: Oh, so he was just kind of, I want to go adventure, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. he
1: had an older brother who was okay. living in LA, okay.
0: So he moved in with him,
1: yeah. He just wanted adventure, he didn't like school, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, especially in school in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. it's super intense and yep, pressure,
1: yep. And so he, he graduated Talbot, and then there's a church down. Um, in Torrance, California called Lighthouse Community Church. Okay. And they took Hide and Toshi for a year, housed them, trained them, did kind of a pastoral internship with them. And then they committed to paying these two guys salary for the next 10 years so that they could church plant in Nagoya and just have the freedom to just do ministry. Wow. Which is a huge blessing.
0: Sure, because I remember the last time we talked, we talked about kind of economic models of how uh, the churches for the most part in Japan are not big enough right. and, and the giving is not substantial enough to actually support right. a full-time pastor
1: right and especially these guys they've they've got uh, Toshi has two little kids and and Hide has three yeah and a church of five people just can't support them right, right.
0: And, the, and the cost of living in Japan is
1: yeah high it is yeah and so this just frees them to do ministry and they had just moved back to Nagoya, Uh, I think in November of 2019. Okay. And so uh, I talked with them. Uh, Our wives all met. We all got together a few times, and then they invited us to join that
0: there. So that was happening at the same time as you guys were trying to figure out everything that was going on with the blow-up of the the other gentleman. That's right.
1: Gotcha. And we kind of officially joined their team, I think, in February or March of 2020. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> um and so I've been working with these two guys now since then and it's been wonderful it's been really really good. Yeah. Um we have a target neighborhood for our church plant. Um it's called Tokushige. It's in Nagoya city. Tokushige. Tokushige. It's in Nagoya city and it's um it's just a really exciting place to be planting. There's tons of people moving in there uh from all over the country so people who have left their communities in another city yeah. are moving here looking for looking for community yeah and they're bringing young families the schools are growing like crazy there's just so many jobs over there that people are coming. economically with. what's happening um a few things uh toyota is headquartered there okay and so they've right. just always got a lot of jobs a lot gotcha. of corporate jobs yep uh, Japan Rail is headquartered there, and they run oh. most of the railways in the country. Okay. And so that's huge corporate office, too. Um, and they're building uh, what will be the world's fastest train. It's going to connect Osaka to Tokyo.
0: Okay.
1: Which right now on the bullet train is like a two and a half hour ride. Um, okay. This train will be about 30 minutes. What? Yep. Wait, <clears throat> so
0: bullet train is already kind of a, a very uh, ambitious word. So what are they going to call the faster train?
1: I don't know what it will be in the English Super Bullet train. I have no idea. What is it in Japanese? Now you're asking me questions that are making me think. I I, I don't remember. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. It's not built yet. (laughs) So they're building its own dedicated line. But Nagoya is going to be the central hub on this line. Oh, okay. Um, And so I'll be able to get to Tokyo in 20 minutes.
0: That's crazy.
1: I know. I'll be able to get to Tokyo Station faster than my friends that live in the Tokyo suburbs.
0: So, if if you were to drive from Nagoya to, to Tokyo, how long does that take?
1: Five, five and a half hours.
0: That's ridiculous. So that that then it's it's so it's like the distance from like northern LA County to the Bay Area. Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Like four hundred miles ish. Yep. That's crazy. And
1: it's a, it's a maglev train, so there's no friction. It just uh, goes. So this is what Elon Musk wanted
0: to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> it's gonna be awesome. That's crazy. Cool. Um, but that's bringing just tons of industry yeah, yeah. into the city. Yeah. And and they're building out the station. It's going to be enormous. It's already one of the biggest train stations in the world, Nagoya Station, but it's going to be really cool. But this is what's bringing people from yep. all over yep. the country okay. into the city. Okay. So it's just a really dynamic, growing, cool place to be planting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, And we started worship services uh, – Year ago, about a year and two months ago, in my living room um, <laughs> with just our three families. Um,
0: a year and three months ago. Okay, so January of
1: 2021. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, which, it turns out, is a hard time to be starting a church plan.
0: Uh, uh, because of the <clears throat> pandemic? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be- getting together was not a thing.
1: It was not. Um, There were several. Places in our, our, our target neighborhood, I hate the term target, in our air, the area where we want to plant a church, yeah. um, that would have been viable options, but because of the pandemic, they were not. So there are community centers, Okay. Um, train stations sometimes have halls you can rent out, Yep. but they were limiting um, how many people could be in those rooms okay. severely. Um, so... 10 people could be in a, a room built for 60 people.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, and we, our three families together are 15 people. Uh, 14, yeah, 14 okay. people. Okay. Uh, we finally found a place that would let us bring 15 people <laughs> into <laughs> so the three room. families could come together. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, plus one visitor, who's usually is mother-in-law. Um, oh. <laughs> <clears throat> but, uh, so we... F- Fourteen or fifteen people have been meeting regularly in this community center. Okay, um, that is have,
0: not your living room, or that was your no,
1: living? not my living room. Okay, uh, we just rented on Sunday mornings. Okay, uh, things are starting to to loosen up now, and we're able to invite some more people in. But what we've done during the pandemic, you know, we couldn't go. We just couldn't have big barbecues. We couldn't. We couldn't do a lot of people gathering. Yeah. Right. And so we just go out to the park, same park every day with our kids. Yeah. Try to meet parents. Yeah. Who are coming to the same park with their yeah. kids every day? Just frequent. Yeah. 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 Frequent the places. Exactly. Then... Um, same coffee shops. Yeah. Same ramen shops.
0: Could you go to these restaurants? Like, were yeah. that not limited?
1: Yeah. Um, restaurants were still open. The Japanese shutdown was not as hard as it was here in the states, from what I hear. (laughs) And the Japanese people were probably more compliant, much more than the Americans. Yeah, most of the Japanese um, kind of restrictions that that were taking place during the pandemic were were self imposed. They weren't government top down saying you have to do this. Yeah, in such a compliant culture, the government can make a suggestion, and everyone will treat it as a law.
0: Because they don't want to stand out,
1: right? Yeah, right.
0: Was it? But when you would have real conversations with people, was there like a a, a very r- real fear oh, of the yeah.
1: virus? Huge fear. Okay. Huge fear.
0: Because um, sometimes here in America, if you like meet certain people who are really afraid of it, then my joke is usually, "Well, I know who you voted for." But, yeah. <laughs> um, but needless to say, a lot of people in America, you know, weren't that afraid of it, and then others were, you know, on the other opposite uh, side of the spectrum. Yeah. yeah.
1: Wide, uh, wide spectrum. Yeah. Whereas most of the
0: people in Japan were like, had a, had a reasonable fear of it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. And took reasonable precautions. Yeah. Um, uh, you could still go to restaurants. They closed a little early because I hear the virus gets more virulent virulent after <laughs> eight o'clock. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nothing good no, happens at night. No. No. Uh, they wouldn't serve alcohol because people talk more loudly when they drink, mm. which uh, I guess. Particles can fly out. Indeed, Um, but people were still getting it. People were still uh, working in the office. Japan is very slow to change things, and to to suddenly tell all these businesses everyone's got to telecommute. Yeah, is a you just can't do it in Japan. Like you can't too much bureaucracy. They can't just pivot. Yeah, Um, and so. There was some teleworking, but not a lot. People were is, still in the office. Is part
0: of that because, like, the culture is 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 kind of they're very community, community minded, yeah. And so they 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 think about or if they were to pivot, then they then it's uh, is there an over analysis of all the other dominoes that would fall and, yeah. and how it would affect that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. I think there was probably an under analysis here in the states. So some some could <laughs> correctly assume that. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I think the path Japan took through the pandemic was pretty reasonable overall. Yeah. Uh, Japan always had really low COVID numbers. Okay. Um, They'd freak out when Tokyo, a city of 30 million people, had like 100 cases in a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Japanese people are also very, very health conscious. Health is probably one of the, the main, the central idols of, of, of Japanese society hmm. uh, when you live in a materialist culture you have a materialist worldview this world uh, by that I don't mean purchasing con- purchasing yeah, consumer I minded, mindset yeah. I mean material is all there is this world is all there is there's yeah. nothing beyond this world Yeah, uh, which is the, the typical mindset in Japan then health of course becomes a huge issue because yeah. You want to stretch this life out as long as you can. Yeah, because
0: at the end of the day, I can lose all my things, but I but I still have my health. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so, um, even now, we have to be careful. We we can we can now invite more people into worship, but what we've learned is that that causes really uh, weird dynamics with people who feel obligated, like. There's there's an obligation to Japanese people. If you invite them to something, yeah, they feel like they I have no. to go. Yeah, yeah. But then they're also very conflicted because they feel like I'm scared of corona. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so they come and they're nervous and they sit in the corner and you're so like, you're inviting oh. them
0: to do something that they're just inherently afraid of. Yes. Yeah.
1: And so once we saw that in two or three people, was oh we gotta stop this. this yeah. is not This is not loving to right. these people. Yeah. And so we meet outside, or we'll meet at a cafe if someone's comfortable. But yeah, um, we're not still not having big gatherings. Um, But it really did limit our our reach. The pandemic overall, Um, you know, we've we've befriended a few people in the community um, just through frequently um, going to the same places over and over. Yeah, Uh, but we haven't been able to say, hey. What if we did Bible study? Hey, why don't you come to my English class? Hey, you know, you just can't do that yet. Yeah. And so we're still working out what that's going to look like going forward. In America, at this point, at mm-hmm. least in, in the community
0: I'm in, and then I, I think uh, in the communities that I talk to other people that I know, uh, largely in California, a, a lot of the paranoia is is uh, dissipating, if not already mm-hmm. relieved, mm-hmm. Um But I also know at the same time within the past, I don't know, month, there's been an outbreak, like a large outbreak of Omicron in China and wherever Uh, else. So where, uh, I know you've been stateside, but what is your uh, sense
1: of how things are in Japan right now? um, Cautiously optimistic. So I think they've seen that Omicron is is not having the, the death toll that the other variants had. Yeah. And that's the predominant strain in Japan as well. And so, um, and there have been, because Omicron is so contagious, there have been higher numbers in Japan with Omicron. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: So I think people are are starting to think maybe it's over. Yeah. Starting to go out a little more. Okay. Starting to gather a little more. Okay. Um, Churches have been, churches have been really hurt in Japan through the pandemic. Uh, no church in Japan was set up to do Zoom worship or whatever they're doing. So they all had to scramble to figure that out. They lost huge numbers.
0: Um, because <clears throat> like, it was just easier to, to stop going, to stop being a part yeah. of it.
1: And typically in Japan, uh, a congregation is much older than it is in a church here in the yeah. States. Yeah, and so you're talking about 85-year-old 80, women.
0: Because the, con- the conversion for a lot of those people was uh soon after the world
1: war 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and you you don't want to put them in danger, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so churches mostly went online. They didn't do a great job of it. And well even with that older demographic, yeah, the the technology of,
0: literacy yeah. is probably more limited.
1: Yeah. I mean we had to train a lot of a lot of old ladies how to just how to get on on Facebook Live or wherever we were doing it. Yeah. Okay. You know, YouTube or whatever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, and then uh, now it, it it it's loosening up a little bit. You can recongregate. Yeah. And do you know? Do you, do you have a sense of optimism? Optimism that people are going to come back.
1: Those older people. Um, some of them, some of them will. A lot of people, unfortunately, just got comfortable no. not having to get dressed and go out on Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. Yeah. We've still gotta love those people and serve those people, but I wish they'd come back to the church. They'd yeah. be much better served there for sure. For sure. Yeah.
0: Um, is there so you you have yet to really navigate that though because right. you you've been here. I've been for here. A while.
1: Yeah, been here since August.
0: Okay. Um, anything weird about how Japan responded to the pandemic? Um from what you're saying it wasn't as divisive as it was here it was not
1: no not at all
0: but I think America to some extent was
1: ripe for division yeah absolutely after the last few years yeah 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 Yeah. um no it was not divisive if anything I was the divisive one because I was like come on you guys (laughs) Stop freaking out! <laughs> oh, so we know who you would have voted yeah. for. No,
0: <laughs> you actually don't. <laughs> uh,
1: right in. Right in. Green,
0: Green Party. Green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I think I was probably too abrasive myself with some people, who were, who were honestly, dealing with with fear. Yeah. And I was like, oh, come on, we're just going to get coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. You know?
0: yeah. And I regret that. Hmm. But they don't take like a deep personal offense
1: to it. No, no. At least not that they would tell you. there's no, they're just like, Tim's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they might, they <laughs> might think already anyways. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they do.
0: Um, and so uh, you're going to go back in July. Mm-hmm. So in about three months. Yep. Yeah. Uh what what's what's your what's what what are your rhythms gonna be, when you get back?
1: Well, first we've got to move. Uh, our landlord for the last eight years needed his house back mm-hmm. uh, before we left, so all our stuff is packed and in storage. Did you do that? Yeah. Okay. And we don't um, currently have a house to move all that stuff into. Is that a problem? <laughs> 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 um, well, there, that that brings up a few problems, you know. <laughs> a we we're homeless, um, but uh, you know we share kids. We ask them to sacrifice a lot. They they don't have a normal childhood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't have a youth group. They yeah. are the youth group. They don't have a Sunday school. They are the Sunday school. They don't get to go on retreats. They they, they don't live what a typical Christian kid in America would live yeah Um, they miss out on a lot and are they um, conscious of that um, to an extent especially when we're back here yeah and they see um, all the ways that that our our church is there to serve them yeah Um, um, but another another huge sacrifice for them is they're constantly saying goodbye
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, uh, we've been in th- three now churches. Well, one wasn't a church yet, but yeah. it was going to be a church in the last um, since two thousand eighteen, and so that there's goodbyes every time we leave. Yeah, uh, every time we come back to the states for home assignment, there's goodbyes. Yeah, every time we go back to Japan, there's goodbyes. Yeah, um, they've been in so many different schools. Yeah, uh, and so to. If, if we go back and and just rent a place for a year while we look for a place, mm-hmm. once we find that place, yeah. they're switching schools again. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and one of the things that any parent wants for their child is a sense of stability. Exactly. They want to provide some that. Some
1: permanence, some yeah. stability, yeah. And it's it's sad for, for Chia and I yeah. to see our kids go through that. and You know, we talk with them about it. These are the sacrifices we make for the gospel. Yeah, yeah. And to the, to the extent they can they understand that
0: yeah but it can also be tiring and wearying
1: yeah. yeah yeah and and you know we've seen mKs grow up really resentful of that lifestyle we're trying to prevent that hmm. um, there is good news on the housing front though we have um, through the generosity of God's people uh, we have raised enough money to purchase a house out right with really? cash yeah uh, one church in particular is giving us a large sum of money as a loan or as a gift as a gift really we asked for a loan they're giving it to us um which is overwhelming that's crazy
0: i know now just to clarify though too <clears throat> i mean the american housing market is different from what you've told me than the japanese oh, housing market. very different
1: um houses actually sell for asking price in japan (laughs) not Not because it's a compliant society yeah not three hundred thousand dollars over asking because we we don't have amazon execs coming in with briefcases of cash anyway it's local business here in seattle tim can't you support local business
0: they really need my support
1: yeah um and yeah,
0: talk about talk about how why it's not that why the pricing is different though
1: so um housing is is a lot different in japan the 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 main thing you're paying for is the property itself after i think 30 30 years 35 years something like that the building on that property is 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 worth almost nothing so it loses all its value
0: uh and, and that's not just a a random reason but it's because the construction is not meant to really last beyond that yeah yeah
1: yep yeah. um and that's how it's been since world war Two. okay uh, people move around a lot it's a very transient country everyone goes to tokyo for work for a couple of years people go overseas for a couple of years for work
0: so is it not uncommon for a, like a block of houses to be built like say in I don't know 1980 and then by 2010 they're like okay let's demolish yeah. and rebuild
1: yeah okay so the house we were in was built in i think 87 or 88 we'd been there for eight years and every house in our neighborhood surrounding us in the last three years has been torn down and brand new houses built up okay uh, and that's why our landlord needed the place back because he could make a lot of money oh by selling the property to a developer um and good for him I, we, yeah. we don't resent that right just because you moved there
0: doesn't mean you're less capitalistic. Right, <laughs> It's his place. Um, um, so now, do you have a place that you that you know of that you can buy, or or your uh, what what are their names? Hide, Hide and, and Toshi. Toshi. Are they like?
1: They are looking for us, okay. and and we've we've found a few possible houses. Right now, we're trying to figure out. Um, what that's going to do to our taxes, if it's going to suddenly look like we are several hundred thousand dollars richer than we actually are. Your American taxes. And Japanese. Okay. um, Because they're going to ask us, where'd you get this house from? Right. Um, And so we don't know how, we're talking to some accountants in both countries to figure that out. Oh yeah, Um, you can't just, yeah. I found money. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right. Um, But... I mean, we're just overwhelmingly grateful hmm. for this church that's just gifted us this. And, and you know, I, I, I echo what Paul said to the Philippians. The Philippians sent Paul a monetary gift while he was in prison. And Paul told them, it's not that I seek the gift, but the fruit that accrues to your account. Yeah, yeah. Right? And and that's truly how we view this gift. It, it is, God has provided this house for us, assuming we find a house. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the means of uh, through the church, yeah. right? Yeah. And and any fruit that God produces through the ministry that happens in this house
0: hmm.
1: is just as much theirs as as it is ours. Yeah. And that's true of all our supporters. Yeah. Um. And so we're grateful that God will bless this church because of this gift.
0: Yeah. Um, and just to give a sense of scale, then, like,
1: houses in the neighborhood are typically ranging from... Um, an an old house, you can get for $200,000. Okay. A newer house, you're closer to half a mil. Okay. Um, but, but That's but, high end.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But nothing like the astronomical prices? No, that... no. Especially the greater Seattle area is. No, I, I mean,
1: a million dollar house in Japan would be. Super luxurious. Exquisite,
0: yeah, yeah. And when you say an old house, you mean a house maybe with ten more years left on it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, what a blessing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge,
1: and we're just so grateful.
0: Uh, I know you didn't exactly ask for it as a gift, um, but you did ask for it. Is there?
1: Does it make you uncomfortable at all? Sure. Um, I don't like asking for money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, especially such a large sum of money. Yeah. And it's hard to accept it. It's hard to just say thank you. Yeah. I mean, because
0: part of what you guys have is for cash is saved up. But then they, they're like, yep. If, if this is what you think you need for the balance, here's the balance.
1: Yep, That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, And so we, uh, but you know, I I, I go back to that Philippians passage. I go back to, we're not just asking people for money. Mm -hmm. We're asking for partnership in this ministry. Mm -hmm. We're asking them to join this thing that God is doing in Nagoya. Yeah. For the sake of God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not for my sake. I'd be happy to move my family into an apartment if that was my only option. Yeah. Yeah. but because of this gift, we're going to be able to to, to to serve our community, bless our community, in a much more meaningful way. Hospitality has always been a core pillar of our ministry. There are always people in our house. Yeah, um, people. You know, homeless people have lived with us. Single moms and their kids have lived with us. Um, college kids were constantly coming over for naps or coffees or video games (laughs) is that kind of hospitality common in japan no no. okay uh most people don't open their homes to people yeah um is it part
0: of the fear of foreigners type of a thing
1: no it's just a privacy thing um homes are treated in japan more as just a place to sleep and eat okay and real life happens outside like a hotel yeah yeah um but, you know, it was really cool what we saw in our own neighborhood. When we started opening our house, we became good friends with a few of our neighbors mm-hmm. and kind of connected our neighbors to each other. Oh. And so what we saw in this kind of three block radius was all of our neighbors <laughs> having each other over. It's like and
0: a block party. It, seriously, <laughs> we would have
1: block par- barbecues and Everyone would show up. Are they and, called like yakis and
0: not barbecues? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> block yakis. <laughs> black yakis.
1: Um, black nikoyaki party. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but we saw this kind of culture of hospitality grow hmm. around us. It was so cool to see. Are, are people suspicious
0: of it when you do it?
1: Like, um, like what are they doing? Not this typically. Is not normal. Not they know I'm American, and we have people over to our houses in America. Okay. And if we offer some kind of novelty, like we're doing American food, yeah, whatever that is, um, then pe- you know people are excited for it. Yeah. yeah. I'll I'll speak in English to you the whole night so you can practice. <laughs> people are like, oh, cool. Yeah. Um. So, I think because I'm American, I'm able to get away with things that a Japanese pastor wouldn't be.
0: But it's fascinating that it was there was a little bit of contagiousness yeah. in the neighborhood.
1: I mean, they saw the beauty of community. Yeah. yeah. And they said, oh, this is good. Huh. And it's still happening. I still see pics on Instagram yeah. of my neighbors getting together for block parties. It's huh. wonderful. That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Um, and so that's
1: part of what this house is going to, yeah, absolutely. Uh, whatever
0: wherever the house ends up being. Yeah. What, it, what it's going to allow you guys to keep doing.
1: Yeah. And, then, you know, we we make it cool for kids. Like, we have a trampoline and a Nintendo Switch and a PlayStation and movies and whatever <laughs> to get all of the neighborhood kids into our house after school. She we need a new gaming system. I'm sorry. I just need a... It's for ministry. Yeah. <laughs> Four letters. Xbox. <laughs> um. No, but it's cool cuz all the school kids are at our house after school. Yeah. And that builds up trust with their parents. That helps us to get to know them. That just opens up doors in the community, so. Yeah. A house that you're willing to freely use is a huge tool. Yeah. And so, remember, do your kids enjoy that? They love it. Yeah. My girls ask every morning who's coming for dinner tonight. And if the answer is no one, they get super disappointed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I know that they love playing with your neighbors now, too, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And so just kind of being in the community, being with the people yep. that are around, it's
1: and I love a way my, of life. Yes. And I love my kids growing up in that, too.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome that, uh, I mean, I, however, however long the search is going to take, how long do you think it'll take?
1: I don't think it'll take long. We've we've actually narrowed the list down to maybe five options. Okay. And I'm gonna ask the guys to go take a look at it in person.
0: Is there a lot of supply on the marketplace?
1: Um, so Japan has a moving month, and that's April. The, the oh, oh no oh, no moving
0: month. Okay. Like a um, month during which people move.
1: Maybe yeah. It's March. March is moving month because April is the beginning of the fiscal year. Oh. And that's when everything kind of restarts. That's when the school year starts. That's when the business year starts. And so if anyone... It also has hiring season. Oh. (laughs) Pre-March. Oh. And so if you're looking for a job... Yeah, yeah. You look from January to March. And if you get hired, then you find the house near your job. You move in March.
0: In America, it would be almost as if everything was structured according to school year. Or something to that effect. Yeah. Okay.
1: And so um, what we're seeing now is all the houses that... Didn't get sold in March. Oh,
0: are they cheaper because of that reason?
1: They are, okay. and they, because there's not a lot of demand at all. Yeah. Um, also, the exchange rate is very advantageous right now for the dollar. For the dollar. Okay. Yeah, and so, um, I think we'll be able to find a place pretty soon. Cool. Uh, we might have to take like a three day trip over there to sign some okay. papers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do they have DocuSign?
1: They they <laughs> hate electronic anything. It, Everything, which is
0: so funny, because we just think of—I think of it more as a technology uh, country.
1: It is. It's. It's kind of strange, but like I said, they're so slow to change. Yeah, and there's such a bureaucracy in everything. Mm. Everything takes ten forms. It drives me nuts. I I fill out the first form: name, address, phone number. Next form: name, address, (laughs) phone number. Ah, oh, drives me nuts wouldn't it be great if somebody could
0: recognize that all of these fields are the same yes and that if i fill it out <laughs> once it should flow through to you all the don't others
1: need it anymore <laughs> but a different bureaucrat's got a stamp each different paper and different uh, sense of efficiency over there yeah definitely and uh so yeah we might have to take a real quick trip okay we want to watch the kids for a couple days have them over <laughs> um <laughs> Although Chrissy
0: yeah, might have to get used to the, the drop-off schedule. Oh, yeah. But let us, know. <laughs> let us know. Thanks again for listening. Next week, in part two, Tim and I talk about sharing the goodness of the gospel in a difficult Japanese culture. See you next week.